Talk Radio 191 FM podcast. Now I am joined in the studio by the lovely Chris from Like a Storm. Chris, how you doing? I'm doing awesome. How are you doing? I'm great, thank you. Thank you so much for joining us on air today. Oh, you're very welcome. So, so you guys are in Invercargill at the moment? We are. We are. Yeah, yeah. First night of the tour with Devilskin tonight. So. Sweet. It must be super exciting. Yeah, it is. It is. You know, we haven't played in New Zealand in about two years, I think. Holy but, cow. Um, yeah, we're so excited to be back here and, and playing. Yeah, um, how does it feel like being back and doing like a whole New Zealand tour? Because I believe this is your first ever like New Zealand tour. Yeah, it is. It is. It feels uh, incredible. You know, we've been kind of touring all over the world, and we've really, really wanted the whole time to come back home and tour in New Zealand. So, you know, when the, the chance to kind of do it with our friends and Devil Skin came up, we were super excited about it, and yeah. you know, we're very glad to be here. Sweet, awesome. Um, yeah, so you have come out with an album called Catacombs uh, last year, and yep. how do you think that, oh, this is just like a question of interest for me personally, but um, how do you think your composing and like, writing process has changed over the last three albums that you've released? Uh, I think, um, I don't know, it's, it's been... It's been a, like a really cool journey for us. We worked on our first album we did with a producer in Los Angeles, and then mm-hmm. our second album just started as an EP that we recorded ourselves, and so we produced that one. Yeah. And it ended up doing really well for us in the US, and that kind of allowed us to keep producing the second record. Mm-hmm. And so by the third one, I guess we were kind of more confident in the process of us producing ourselves. You know, we'd, we'd had a run through it once already and we were really happy with that result. So yeah. it kind of allowed us to, I guess, you know, push ourselves further than we previously had. But we had kind of, I guess, a confidence to just do uh, whatever we felt like and make the music that we wanted to hear. Awesome. Yeah, that's a, such like an important part of making genuine music as well. Like you can't really put up like a fake or like a facade exactly. or no, anything. you and can't. And you, you can't sort of, you know, dull it down or you can't second guess yourself the whole time. So it was awesome for us, you know. And with this record, we kind of, we felt like we took more risks than we had the previous one. And so to kind of do that and then get really good, yeah, I don't know, connection from all of our fans mm. to it, it, it really it was the most meaningful record to me that we've done. Awesome. So your um, hit single, Love the Way You Hate Me, catapulted you to the top 40 in the US, um, and it made Like a Storm the only NZ rock group in history to top the US charts. How was the whole experience for you? Like, did it feel super surreal at the time? Like, you guys had just, well, like, upped and moved from Auckland to Canada, and then this kind of happens? <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously, you know, it's, it seems like a shorter time in hindsight, you know? Yeah. Um, when we were when we were up there, we had a, a an album that we were signed to a label, and we were, had toured that. And then I guess like many like many uh, business like music relationships do, you know, we split with our label, and uh, mm-hmm. we were meeting with you know all sorts of people in the industry up there. And I think we were becoming very disillusioned with the business side of it, you know. Yeah. Um, and so we we recorded that song and we recorded that EP just ourselves purely for our fans and for us so that we could continue touring and it was it was uh interesting because we decided to just put all meetings on hold and you know not talk to anyone just make this music 
And then it just organically happened. Radio stations started playing that song, mm-hmm. and uh, then a whole bunch more did. And then, as you say, it went in the top 40, and then it kept going up. And um, it allowed us to to kind of go and talk with a whole bunch of people, but much more on our own terms, you know? And so yeah. I think that was a real defining moment for us in terms of just believing in what we were doing and and needing to have that freedom to express ourselves. Mm, definitely. Um, and you've shared the stage with some massive names over the past few years, like including the likes of like Korn, Three Days mm-hmm. Grace and Creed. Um, mm-hmm. Which band or artist would you say made you the most like starstruck? Uh, I mean, Slash is up there, you know? Yeah, uh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, he's just so awesome and, you know, he's the, just probably every human being in the world over, you know, knows knows who he is. He's just that iconic. And um, we were doing a tour with him and it was the first day of the tour. And I try and, you know, stay pretty, I don't know, grounded and not get too starstruck. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a bit hard to though sometimes. You know, and you don't want to fan on them too hard. Yeah. This time we came in and they were sound checking and um, Flash comes off the stage and I'm like, oh, go, I'm going to talk to him. And it was one of those things where the words are just sort of a million words are running. <laughs> the brain and, comes out. and I, I started saying, oh, I'm Chris from Like a Storm. And um, he, was, he was just the coolest guy. He was like, oh, we know who you guys are. Oh, my God. The last two weeks on the bus and... Thank you guys so much for coming out. And Holy cow. Yeah, it couldn't have been uh, cooler, thank God, because my intro, you know, the first five words, I yeah. completely stumbled. Yeah. And it's, <laughs> you know, one of a few times that that's happened to me, but he's, you know, he is just so, so iconic, you know, Definitely. and such a huge inspiration, I think, to probably every musician. So, But a, a very, very cool guy, and yeah. Oh, hell yeah. I wish I could meet some of my idols and they would know my name before I actually introduce myself. That'd be, that's just like yeah, absolute dream. I mean, <laughs> we have, you know, been truly lucky. We have met so many bands that, that we've been huge fans of and we got to tour with so many of them and they've all been such awesome people. I mm. think that was, that has been a huge inspiration for us to kind of continue pushing ourselves and continue staying true to our vision. You know, when you meet people that you've looked up to your whole life mm-hmm. and you find out that they're passionate about what they do and they're not just sitting back trying to make calculated safe decisions and yeah. collect money. You know, they're, they're musicians first. And I think, um, yeah, that has had a huge impact on us. So I'm grateful for those. Yeah, awesome. Um, yeah, so by the end of the year, you'll have finish like multiple tours around the world um Mm -hmm. what's on the cards for like a storm for the future well we start um working on the next record so you know i mean this year has been um the most amazing one we've had and we've pretty much been touring non-stop i think we've done you know 20 something countries and we've done that by by February in the year, I think. So we just continued after that. We hit, we've hit Europe twice this year, States twice, Japan twice. Now, finally, New Zealand, which we want to add to the list. And um, I think we've got one more tour of the U.S. this year, and then we will start, you know, uh, demoing the new material. And so kind of over Christmas, maybe the very start of the, the new year, we'll, we'll kind of put together those songs and start making the record, and then... And then I know we have, you know, more European touring to come early next year, and then there'll be more U.S. stuff. But New Zealand has been, 
a place we have always wanted to tour. You know, I mean, it is it is our home. Yeah, definitely. The more you travel, I think, the more you realize how how important home is. So, you For know, sure. even though we've been gone a long time, it just feels incredible to to come back here. So that's definitely something you know yeah. we'll do more of in the future. But we know that New Zealand will always welcome you back with open arms because, you know, you're just representing us all around the world with oh, great well, music. Thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we come from such an amazing country and it's been awesome for us, you know, all these different bands, we, they all, uh, you know, love New Zealand and they all, you know, we can kind of share their experience with them. And, oh, I went to this, you know, did you go to this bar or did yeah. you go to this beach or did you go to this whatever? So... Yeah, Definitely. absolutely amazing. We're, we're, you know, we love being here. Awesome. Um, uh, this is just a question of interest, but is there any chance that you are doing a didgeridoo solo tomorrow night? Oh, that is an interesting question. Yeah. You know, I don't know that I'll do a solo here. When we do our headline sets in the, in, in the US now, I do a, a did solo, and I have this kind of centre a uh, skeleton sculpture that has six different didgeridoos coming off it. Holy so cow. I do, a, I do a whole solo thing on that, but um, and there will be a lot of didgeridoo Amazing. tomorrow night, yeah. I'm so, so yeah. excited. How did you even end up like um, learning how to play that instrument? Well, my, two, so two of my grandparents uh, moved to Australia. Right. So I had two grandparents here and two in Australia, so every year I kind of go for a week from mm-hmm. New Zealand to Australia to visit them. So I just kind of grew up, even from when I was a kid, being fascinated with that instrument. Yeah. So one time I just kind of picked one up and I uh, I didn't know anyone who could play it, so I just started teaching myself and eventually kind of figured some things out and just went from there. Awesome. Well, I mean, I think this is the first case that I've ever heard of someone using a didgeridoo in a rock room, and it, <laughs> it works so, so well. <laughs> it's amazing. Yeah, think, yeah, we can't, I mean, it's one of those things that I can't take any credit for, because it's just when you, you know, it's a, a kind of speaks to the, how cool the instrument is, rather mm. than any anything I do with it, really. It's just, um, I mean, it's just such a mesmerizing sound, such a primal sound. It's yeah, definitely. So well with heavy instruments. Adds like a whole new layer to the song as well. Just oh, awesome. so groundbreaking. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Amazing. Um, so, yeah, when are you playing in Dunedin and where can listeners get tickets? So, we're playing tomorrow night and uh, they can get tickets. You'll probably be better at that than I will. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Uh, eventfinder.co.nz. I believe. Find uh, yeah, from yep. the website, Devilskin's website, and uh, you know you wanna you wanna come down and see it because it's gonna be an amazing show. You know, Devilskin are a band that we love, yeah. and it's gonna be a very special tour for both of us. Amazing! Thank you so much for talking to us today, Chris. It's been an oh, absolute yeah. pr- pleasure. Um, You're so welcome. Thank you. We'll see you tomorrow night. Then looking forward to it. Hey, Thank you. Have fun in Invercargill. <laughs> Thank you. We will. Bye. All right. Cheers. Amazing. So if you want to get tickets, hop on to eventfighter.co.nz or you can also get details from r1.co.nz. This was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more at r1.co.nz or wherever quality content is found.